Are you an overthinking perfectionist? If you say no, you probably don't know what an overthinking perfectionist is. Because if you are listening to this and are one of my members and you feel like you just belong in my community, then you're probably an overthinking perfectionist. Um, a lot of us did not realize what perfectionism uh, means or meant whenever we say we're not a perfectionist. But if you are avoiding doing things because you have to know how to do it the right way, and if you start, it'll be wrong, then you're an overthinking perfectionist. And I have run into this way of thinking so many times. And one of the questions that comes up is what budget category should I use and which how should I handle groceries and toiletries and paper products and all of those things? So if you've thought that and you're feeling stuck, that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you'll find a judgment-free zone to help you free yourself from overthinking and the fear of doing things the wrong way. It's time to shed yourself of the mom guilt, procrastination, and perfectionism so you can start doing the things that you really want to do with your money instead of just working to pay bills. I'm Ashley Patrick, ex-detective turned debt-free CEO of my very own business and stay-at-home mom of three. Not too long ago, my dreams of staying at home with my kids seemed impossible. I thought I'd have to stay miserable in a high stress and demanding job just so I could retire someday. After gaining the confidence in my own ability to manage my family's finances and a simple step-by-step -step plan to make it happen, I was able to pay off $45,000 in just 17 months, which then allowed me to finally quit my job, stay at home with my kids, and build a debt-free business. Now my mission is to help moms like you conquer debt and free themselves from the mental load of handling their family's finances. If you're ready to shed the guilt and shame surrounding your past money mistakes and tackle your debt, this is the place for you. Let's get started. In today's episode, we are going to break it down uh, for you so that you can stop overthinking and just get it done. Now, if you are feeling stuck and you just feel like you really need some personalized advice, come join me on the podcast at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash strategy, and we will work through it together with some actionable steps to get you unstuck. So if something like, you know, which category you should put something in is keeping you stuck and making you feel overwhelmed and not sure what to do, then let's chat it out and let's work on it together. Now, in my example of toiletries, paper products, groceries, like what category do I put it in? Here is my rule of thumb. And now remember, there is not a one size fits all right way to do things in personal finance. It is all about figuring out what's going to work for you and your schedule and your routines and your habits and the way your brain works. Because guess what? Our brains don't all work the same. So my way of thinking when it comes to groceries, toiletries, paper products, so we're talking uh, body wash, deodorant, toothpaste, paper towels, toilet paper, cleaning supplies. Listen, stop overthinking it. If you get them all at the same time at the grocery store, when you get your groceries, 
put it in your grocery budget. Like stop overthinking it. You don't want to go through the checkout and do four different transactions just so you can have your paper towels and toilet paper and your body wash and all those things separate. Now, if you're getting other things like toys and things you don't normally get clothes, like if you're shopping somewhere that has all the things, uh, sure, do separate transactions like that. That's not groceries, but anything for your household that you buy on a regular basis and you buy at the same time that you buy your food, it can all be one category. Just account for it when you are figuring out your grocery budget. Now, another question that has been coming up along the same lines is how much do you budget for these things? My rule of thumb is $150 per person in your family up to a thousand dollars if you have a really large family. Now, the tricky part is if you're single or maybe you're uh, two people, okay, that's 300 to 400 dollars a month, typically speaking. Now, this is flexible, remember, and it's more about picking a reasonable amount that you can stick to and stay in your budget and still reach your financial goals. So if you're a family of five and you're spending $1,500 a month on food and groceries and toilet paper and all the things, then you have room to cut back even down to a thousand dollars. Okay. Which still might be, you know, a bit much, uh, but it depends on where you live. It depends on taxes. Like in my state, we only pay 2% tax on food products. Uh, in other states, you pull, you pay full sales tax, which is up to 8% or higher. Um, so it, that adds a lot to it too, right? So it also depends on what you're eating. Um, and believe it or not, a lot of people want to tell me that eating healthy costs more. No, it doesn't. Eating processed and prepackaged food costs more. So if you won't need to save money, then you're going to have to meal prep. You're going to have to package your own snacks and divide it up yourself. Get reusable Ziploc bags and make your kids snacks uh, from a big container and make it into little containers. Pre-packaged food is what costs so much, not healthy food. The problem is you're going through the grocery store and you're going through all the pre-packaged uh, aisles first, and then you make the roundabout to the fresh and healthy and cool stuff. And then it adds up. The prepackaged stuff is where you are spending the most money, not fresh, healthy foods. So that is something that I wanted to talk about. Now, some other th uh, categories that I see people use are you know, hair. Are you getting your hair and nails done? Are you getting massages on a regular basis? Or you know you want to get them throughout the year? You know, how much do you need to plan for that? Uh, pets. So you've got dog food. Now, for me, when I uh, when I get dog food with my groceries, it's in my grocery budget. Now, I did have a dog that had to have uh, special food and I had to get that at Tractor Supply. And so that was it's in a separate budget. It was with my animals which was all the food, the goats and the chickens and the pigs and all of that, that I get at tractor supply. So the dog food was included in that budget. But if I'm buying dog food at Walmart, when I get my groceries every single month, then it goes in my grocery budget. I just need to account for it, right? Other categories include lawn care, uh, seasonal items, you know, pool, pool supplies. So I didn't realize how expensive all of that was until I got a pool um, you know, plants, it's spring now at the time of this recording. And every spring I spend hundreds of dollars on plants and flowers and all the things. 
Uh, and you need to have a budget for that. Birthdays, holidays, vacations, um, and how you fill those um, up depends on what you want to do. And if you use cash envelopes or bank accounts or a combination of both. Now I will tell you that my favorite cash envelope wallet, and I've tried numerous different ones is the Lux wallet. And you can check them out at shop Lux, L U X E wallet.com. And if you use my code BM for budgets made and then easy. So BM easy 10, you get 10% off of your order and they have a really great um, starter kit that has several things in it. Uh, for you to get started using your cash um, envelopes. And I have found that using cash envelopes is a great way to stick to your budget. And you can use a combination of digital um, and cash, but I encourage you to really try physical cash because it's, it's just different. It's so different than swiping a card. And that doesn't mean that you use cash for every single category. Pick one or two categories that you typically overspend on and use cash for that. Like I'm not using cash for gas. I'm not going into the gas station to pay. I'm swiping my card. Um, things like that, um, that you can easily use cash without because if if you have to go through extra hoops, then you're most likely not going to follow through with it, right? So like for me, I'm not going to go into the gas station when I can pay at the pump. I'm not taking my kids in there. I'm not I'm not doing all, all of that right every week when I need to get gas. So I know that. So I'm not getting uh, cash for that. Now, if you um, know that you're going to do grocery online pickup, which I do now. I don't use cash for that anymore. I used to use cash for groceries, um, but now that I do online pickup, I don't. Um, but I do, you know, I'll add things to the cart and then I'll take things out when I'm over my budget. So um, I'm still intentional about it. But if you're really struggling with groceries, then you may want to go into the store and physically use cash and have to physically pick out the items and figure out how much you're spending and things like that. But if that's something that you're not going to do on a regular basis, that's okay. You could use cash for um, fast food, restaurants, things like that, where you may still be overspending and cash would be helpful to use for that. Now, I do have an entire list of different budget categories and things to think about that people typically don't think about um, inside of the budget starter kit. And you can get that at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash start. Um, it's also, you know, on my homepage, if you just go to budgets made easy, um, you can get it there as well. But it has a list for every month because things change. The seasons change, the month changes, the holidays are different things. You know, some of the things are the same, uh, you know, birthdays, anniversaries, things like that. But you know, each month through the year, the uh, categories may change and different things to think about may change. So I'd love to know what are some of your categories that you um, budget for and plan for, and especially ones that maybe aren't the most common things like food and gas and kids. Um, I will also say to make sure that um, your categories are specific enough for you. Um, as an example, what I have done in the past is I had a kid category and when there was money in it, I would forget that I needed money for school fundraisers or things is usually things with school. That's <laughs> what I forget. And so if there's money in there, I'm like, Oh, let's go get clothes or let's go get some toys. Cause there's money in there. And then I realize, Oh, that money was for something else. So 
you know, you don't want to be, make it too complicated, but you may find through experience that there are some categories that you need to narrow down a little bit more so you don't spend it on things it wasn't meant for. <sighs> All right. Well, I hope you have a great week. I hope that was helpful. Um, you know, deciding on the amounts for these categories really depends on you and your situation and how much money you have. I mean, if you're making, if your family brings home $7,000 a month, you're going to have more room for things. If your family's only bringing home $2,000 a month and half of that's going to rent, then you're not going to have money for certain things. And unfortunately, that's, you know, the money that you're bringing in is finite at this point uh, until you can find some ways to increase your income. So you have to keep that in mind that your budget amounts are not going to be the same as somebody else's that may make more money or less money than you. So send me a message on Instagram and let me know what some of your budget categories are. I'd love to hear it because there's always things that I haven't thought about because I don't have to plan for it, right? And so uh, I don't think of all the things, like there's so many different things that you could think of and plan for, uh, but try to not make it overly complicated, right? If you are getting things at the grocery store, put it in your grocery budget if you're doing it on a regular basis. Now, if you feel like you're overspending on certain things, even at the grocery store, maybe you do need to be more intentional with seeing how much you're spending on that, right? Like if you're going through the makeup aisle in the fingernail polish aisle every time and getting 10 different things, then, you know, that's a little different. But if it's things that you need, toilet paper, paper towels, dog food, body wash, toothpaste, you know, those types of things that you're getting with your groceries on a regular basis, then yes, put it in your grocery budget. Don't make it overly complicated because you need to be able to follow through with the plan and actually track the stuff. And if you make it too complicated to track, you're not going to follow through with it. All right. I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you have a great weekend. Don't forget to go grab your budget category list inside of the budget starter kit at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash start. I'll talk to you soon.